0: Shiba, good afternoon. Uh, First and foremost, on what grounds was the case dismissed?
1: Uh, Good afternoon. Um, What I can say is that we haven't yet um, had a look um, at at the judgment. Uh, It has been sent to us, but we have not yet uh, been able to read it fully because uh, what the judge did was just to give a brief summary of of, of the court's orders. He did not uh, go into full details as to why he was dismissing the firstly the the, the 1 million rent damages a uh, claim for general damages and the two million rent for constitutional damages he only went into detail when he spoke about why uh, he was he, he was dismissing uh, the, the the claim that the department should be held responsible for, 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 for the for the death of the child saying that the department has been doing something to 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 make sure that that learners in Limpopo are getting uh, proper and safer uh, toilets, but uh, because it was doing that in its own plan and not be, it was not an order of the court, that is why he made sure that there was a court order into uh, effect. <laughs>
0: And with regard to compensation of any kind, you know, um, and, and I'm looking at uh, the messages from our Twitter feed, people wanting to know, so what does this mean for Michael Komape's family? Does it mean that they won't be compensated for the loss of their son at all?
1: Yes, in essence, that is what it means. Um they will not be getting uh, any further compensation from this. The only uh, amount that was mentioned in court was the 135,000 rent that they received uh, last year when the department uh, agreed with uh, Section 27 to partially settle uh, part of the uh, damages uh, that had been claimed, you know, the ones that we covered the funeral expenses and uh, the psychological treatment that uh, the family members had already gone through and also today the judge uh, mentioned that uh, the department will be liable for future psychological treatment only for two of the Komapes uh, younger children but apart from that this means the family will not get any other financial compensation.
0: Shibu were the Komapes in court today and if so what was their reaction?
1: Yes, they were. Uh, they arrived uh, shortly after, a few minutes after the the, the judgment had been handed uh, due to some logistical uh, issues. They arrived a bit late. And uh, they were very, very disappointed because they were met uh, by their lawyers and Section 27, people from Human Rights Commission having to explain to them what had happened in court, and uh, you could see that especially the mother was very tearful, but she tried to to contain uh, her emotions, and after they were briefed, uh, Section 27 told us that the family won't be able to talk to the media at uh, this point.
0: Well, thanks so much for the update, our reporter Shibu Mamuhere, and uh, for speaking about Section Twenty Seven. We joined on the line now by the communications officer at the Civil Rights Group, Section Twenty Seven, Nometa and Debele. Nometa, thanks for speaking to us this afternoon. First and foremost, your reaction as Section Twenty Seven to the outcome of uh, this morning's proceedings.
2: Thanks, Akina. Um, I think at this point, we have a mixed reaction. On the one hand, we are very happy about the structural interdicts that the judge um, ordered. But on the other hand, we are very disappointed that the court seems to have dismissed the horror and the trauma that this family had been through when their child died in a pit toilet. You know, we were really hoping that the case, like life Estimating, would have set a precedent about um, compensation um, and towards people's families, and they look into the hurt and the pain that people have suffered. But in this case, it seems that the court definitely overlooked that and only spoke to the structural interdict, which I said we are happy about, but it should have been, you know, the family should have been put first as as well
1: as the structural interdict.
0: And our reporter Shibu mamukhere indicating there that you had said the family will not be interacting with the media. So have you spoken to them and how have they received this news? The family is very disappointed,
2: naturally. However, they are well aware that there are new steps that can be taken as we go forward. And so they are going to think about what they would like to do while we
0: study the judgment further. And then we will take full instruction from them as to what they would like to do in future. In studying the judgment further, will you uh, be appealing this decision? Um, We expect to appeal. But like I said, all of that will be on the commodities because we take instruction from them. Well, thanks for that. Uh, and that was uh, Section 27's Communication Officer Nometa Ndebele. And we're joined on the line now by spokesperson for the National Department of Education, Elijah Mtlanga. Mr. Mslanga, thanks for your time. So, uh, what did you make of the court's decision today?
3: Uh, we are relieved that the matter has come to an end uh, in terms of the legal processes and that the, the order which was handed down today is consistent with the directive of the president that we needed to uh, within a limited shots, uh, within a limited space of time, provides an a audit of all the schools that are still using pedlar chains and the plan on how we are going to eradicate them. So, we'll be focusing on that now. We went to court because we wanted uh, clarity in terms of the constitutional damage which the family was demanding. Not that we were opposed to the merit of the case because we we understand that a child has passed away. And we are threatened by that. But we just needed these technicalities to be cleared up. And uh, the court has made that very clear today. So we'll now be intensifying our efforts of providing suitable school infrastructure in our schools.
0: And I think that's important to clarify, Mr. Mthanga. But there is still, of course, a huge backlog of schools with no proper toilets and infrastructure. There is a perception out there in South African society that the department seems to be moving very slowly um, to deal with this challenge. And uh, Section 27, uh, for their part, they have consistently raised this issue. And they've also accused the department um, of using loopholes uh, to perhaps uh, slow their role, even further where they could be addressing this issue much faster. What's your response to that?
3: Well that's not correct because we can provide a report of the work that has been done to try to eradicate pit pit latrins and build new schools Uh, and such information is is freely available and it shows that we are indeed uh, committed to doing this that's why to us even the budgetary cuts that were announced by the Minister of Finance. They've come as at, a at at blow because it means that we'll not be able to work at the uh, pace that we had uh, wished for to try to uh, provide the much-needed school infrastructure in all our schools. So we will continue to, to do our work. Uh, it will not be a satisfactory pace, especially if you consider that the fact that some learners do not have appropriate uh, school infrastructure, and you need to understand where they come from because they wish they had But uh, we are making progress to to reaching them as well. And I can give you an example that uh, we have built about 141 schools with proper infrastructure in the Eastern Cape only and mostly in the Eastern part of the Eastern Cape where there were schools without any forms of uh, uh, sanitation and water before. So we are are making progress, and we'll continue to do so. And we believe that the court order, together with the directive from the president, will bring uh, uh, the necessary attention to this matter so that all other government agencies and departments are able to support us and make schools a priority.
0: Mr. Mthanga, in 2016, and this was according to uh, the National Education Infrastructure Management System report, there were almost 5,000 pit latrines in schools still. It's now two years later. How many pit latrines do we have in schools across the country?
3: The, the number has since come down. As I said, that we are handing over new schools with proper toilets, and the provinces are delivering on this important uh, task. Uh, the number will be part of the report that will be given to the president. So that's the audit that the minister is is, uh, is, is currently working on. I think the numbers will become known as soon as uh, the minister has uh, has uh, approved the report for submission to the president. But definitely, the number has come down. It's no longer that 5,000. That was the report back then. But since then, provinces have deliver- delivered. Uh, quite a bit of, of schools with proper sanitation.
0: Mm. And, and and there's a bit of contradiction in what you're saying because it's one <coughs> thing to put up new schools that have a proper sanitation, and that is accepted. But mm. with regard to the schools, those 5,000 schools that came out of your own National Education Infrastructure Management System report, Mm. those 5,000 schools where the problems were, the same schools where Michael Komape uh, 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 died, what mm. has been done in terms of eradicating those pit latrines?
3: Now, pit toilets have been, been uh, eradicated in certain parts. Where the toilets were in that situation, they have been replaced with properly built structures. But for you to do that, you also need bulk water supply. You also need to work with... Uh, other entities that provide other services that we need for us to be able to uh, provide a comprehensive uh, set of services that our schools require. So we, we are doing that. Uh, we have to work in collaboration with other government departments and other levels of government as well. That's why we consistently say that on our own education, we, we cannot succeed. We need the other government departments. That's why I'm saying that what the president has done will force all other departments to also prioritize schools because those are the sensitive areas that members of the community tend to focus on when when, uh, things happen.